This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Hi, Isabella. Hi, is this a good height for my face? I would say so. Yeah, okay, we cool. got a good level, so I think we're good. Awesome. Welcome. What are, what are you drinking? <laughs> juice. I'm drinking some juice. It's what? called Organic Super Fruit Greens. Um, it's got orange, mango, pineapple, cucumber, spinach, romaine, kale. That looks healthy. You should be glowing after that then. No mm-hmm. kidding. Mm. Considering the night I've had, I probably need it. What happened? Just craziness. Yeah? Yeah. Um, but it did involve like playing volleyball on the beach. Fun fact. It's I'm 40 degrees here. Oh, you weren't here. Oh, no. I flew in last night from LA. Yeah. And I thought it was a morning flight, so I wasn't even prepared mentally. <laughs> and my mom goes, oh, yeah, we're leaving like in an hour. And I'm like, oh, oh cute. Okay. <laughs> Love that for me. And now a couple hours later, here you are in Chicago where it is much colder, probably half the half the degrees. Was not expecting that. And I just <laughs> threw some clothes into my suitcase and it hope that it would be okay. And I'm okay. I think I'm okay. This jacket's keeping me warm. You look like you're pretty well put together for somebody that just went all willy-nilly and threw stuff into a suitcase. It's not my first rodeo. <laughs> you know? You know? Been working since I was like post-fetus. So, <laughs> wow. Look yeah. at that. Um, all right. So, let's talk about your Instagram. I saw Instagram not even an hour ago or two yeah, hours ago. Yeah, just changed my name. <laughs> Just decided, you know, woke up this morning. I was like, hmm, flight was kind of gnarly. I'm going to change my last name. <laughs> All right, because everybody that already knows you knows you as Monair. Yes. Now, we're set. Yes. I just wanted to pull like a Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, I really, honestly, I-, I changed my last name because I... You know, I'd, I've never really felt that that connected to the last name on air. Um, and I I don't know how to describe it. I have this really special relationship with my grandmother, whom I've never even met before. She was she died when my mom was 15. I have all these theories as to how and why she died. But the truth is, she was like, I look just like her. And, and I cut my hair once uh, really short. And there's a picture of her like from her ID. And we look like twins. And... I we've gone through so much shit as like a family um and we had a fire in our house and we like should have probably you know died a few times but because I think that we have a guardian angel that is my grandmother we've been fine so like it's more of like out of respect to her than it is oh I just felt like changing my last name because I wanted to make a new headline you know like no it's it's sincerely just kind of like my music is something that I'm it's new to me. I'm, I'm a new artist and um, I've never really released music that I've written 100%. So know? you kind of have that window to do that right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like exactly. when you start a job and you have like 90 days before the insurance kicks in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. You So you've just entered the P. Diddy phase of your career. Yeah, <laughs> You've gone from Puff Daddy to P. Diddy. Hopefully I'm not exactly uh, changing it many more times. It's really a complicated process, let it me is, tell you. Yeah. It's not something that you can just... 
hey, I feel like doing this, you know, so. Was it a legal change or like just a stage name change? Um, no, just a stage name change. Okay. Yeah, but even that alone, like I have to make sure that my old Instagram username is like blocked from anybody so nobody can take it. Oh, right. It's like weird because yeah. then they can steal your identity or something online and it's it's a weird thing. I didn't even know that that much went into this. So I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I mean, how many people follow you on Instagram? Oh, uh, I don't really have my phone on me, but last time I checked, it was like 2 million. 2 million. So yeah, people would actually jump on that and try and pretend like they were you. They all, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And then like, if she loses the verification, they could easily pick it back up and just be like, Hey, something happened. And then have all this power. I can't oh, imagine. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of power, I can't even imagine sending out anything on Instagram and, and seeing, having 4 million eyeballs looking at what you just sent. Um, it's interesting. I get a lot of interesting comments. Like I sometimes as an artist and, and a public figure, you really do have to check your comments. It's weird. It's like you have to understand the response. Like when you put out a single, you have to know what people think of the single. You have to communicate with your fans even to let them know that like you acknowledge their existence. And the thing is, it's like hard sometimes because people can be so dumb. <laughs> some, some of the comments are ridiculous like like somebody asked on the comments of the uh of the new post that i put they're like so how do you say this i think it's really weird that you change your name how do you say this i'm like so what happens is you read it and then you say how you think it would be pronounced I just said it. Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. You've English. <laughs> you've English. <laughs> We're going to start adding that into the uh, vernacular. Oh, you've English? You've English. I like that. It's going to be a thing. We should make like um, like words we've learned from our guests or like phrases we've learned from our guests. And oh, you've like English, I think. could That could be at the very tip top. That could be at wow. the pinnacle. I am so flattered <laughs> well, a lot happening today for you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well it's not every day though we have an artist that comes in that changed their name that day so this is a big moment for us yeah thank you so you're a new artist well that, those are your words but you've been doing the whole performing thing since when the womb since the womb honestly like from day one when i first lied about like not sleeping over my friend's house i became a performer your mom's in here. I, be careful. <laughs> Wait, so what? How did that happen? No, you just, I just snuck out. I, Does like, your mom know the story? Yeah. Well, okay. now I'm 18, so she can't ground me. <laughs> um, she can just give me really, really condescending looks and it'll be fine. Which she's kind of doing now. <laughs> um, no, I just, I kind of like, so what happened was I was, <laughs> my dad didn't want us to have cable growing up. And ironically, now I'm an actress. So, uh, <laughs> It was all rebellion to that fact that we never had cable. No, I have to stop being so sarcastic. Um, <laughs> we like it. No, we're here <laughs> yeah. for all of this. Yeah, believe me. <laughs> um, so basically, I was forced to go to the library um, to get you know my my free entertainment of movies and stuff, and or I would sneak over to my friend's house and watch cable and tell my mom that I was somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and we weren't like Amish or anything. He just wanted us to grow up outside. <laughs> You were Amish-ish. Amish-ish, yes. The new Blackish series. Amish-ish. Amish-ish. Um, I, I pretty much uh, found like the movie section there, and I thought that like the black and white movies that I found that were Shirley Temple, Judy Garland, like they starred them. Uh, I thought that they had just come out because I was like six years old. So I would tell my friends, I'd be like, oh my God, my new favorite movie, Shirley Temple and Baby Wars or like Judy Garland and Wizard of Oz. And I, and because of Wizard of Oz, I thought that black and white was a choice. 
like that the fact that they didn't have color in the movies so I thought that like they chose to do that it was like it was like their artistic artsy. expression yeah, yeah exactly um and I thought that the movies had just come out now what city were you in um I was in Cleveland Cleveland, Cleveland Ohio where all big Broadway stars get their break <laughs> honestly yeah um and it was because of that uh, that I kind of got into it but it musical theater it was kind of my first uh introduction to performing uh, I did The Wizard of Oz ironically you know, ironically yeah it was my favorite mm -hmm. movie it was First thing I did, honestly, the story could be told in a, in 20 seconds or in five hours. It just depends on how much detail you want. But long story short, uh, I just, it was really the only thing that I had that I felt like um, I belonged in, I guess. Like, I feel like a lot of artist stories start off that way is that it's just the one place that they feel as though they're not like an outcast. So I kind of just kind of fully immersed myself in that. I did like 30 musicals, 30 plays. Good Lord. Um, I did so much and I was always doing that. That was my sports after school. That was what I did. And um, hopefully I can go back to, you know, performing on Broadway or, you know, one day and that'd be great. But um, yeah, for now, I, I, whenever people ask me to do like acting or singing, I just say both because that's kind of where I started is doing both at the same time. The only thing I can think of when you say you did all those musicals are, my God, all those lines that you had to remember. Yeah. <laughs> I can barely remember five things on this piece of paper that we have to read on the radio and you are memorizing 30 <laughs> musicals. Yeah, it's weird. It's a, the, it's weird what my brain chooses to remember and chooses to forget. <laughs> um, it's bad, actually, sometimes. Um, no, but what was I going to say? Oh, well, I'm just talking. Well, what much. age were you uh, were, when you first went to Broadway? Uh, my Well, I, I booked Evita when I was nine and i turned 10 when we started like oh rehearsals how do you start booking stuff like that like as a kid like how do you find that yeah so the leap from cleveland to new york was always like people were like how did you do it um it wasn't easy like both my parents were terrified um but the thing is my my community was so supportive and they really believed in me and if it weren't for my community and the people who surrounded me i really wouldn't be here because they were the ones who really pushed my parents and pushed oh. me to like go out there and and uh, meet with this, with this, like, first of all, I was like a manager and then a vocal coach just to see, he could assess me and see like, oh, you have what it takes to make it, you know, like those yeah. stories. Uh, but I met with him and he was, he was like, I'm surprised that you haven't come here earlier. Like you should be doing this. Um, and so that really was kind of what reassured my mom that I was where I should be. That's crazy. So you're doing Broadway at that age and then it morphs into movies. So. I can tell you so many stories. Um, basically, when you hit a certain height on Broadway and you're a kid, you can't do any more Broadway shows. It's 4'11", I think, is the, the height. Seriously? Because actors, the ones who play adults, are so short sometimes that the kids have to be even shorter for the audience to know that they're kids. Oh, That's that makes, height that, shaming. That makes sense, Height though. shamers. That makes sense, though, to like look like visibly like mom. It's like The Sims, like where they have to look. <laughs> It's weird though. Yes. It's like you're treating, you know, these kids like it's 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 so weird. And so I would see some moms like giving their kids like Red Bull and like oh coffee, my god to stun it, coffee on purpose to stun it. Yeah, it was a real thing. It's a real thing. All those stories you hear, like I honestly think they shouldn't have made dance moms because stage moms would have just blown them out of the water. <laughs> stage moms is is a crazy concept. That is crazy. Um, what is this craziest thing you've seen a stage mom do? Try to convince a child that they were not like good enough to perform that night so that their uh, their kid could perform oh my god it's like tanya harding 
it's like oh, yeah they like bullied them they like kind of were like oh i don't think you're feeling good like i don't think you should go on like you should tell your mom or something like that ruthless like, yeah Oh it God, was crazy. I love this and tea right now. It's there's so much tea. So basically, I grew out of it because the only growth spurt I had, and I, first of all, I was 11 and I got to this height and I stayed this way <laughs> for the rest of my life. The only growth spurt I had really, you know, moved me out of Broadway. And then my agent was like, "Well, now to go to TV. You know, you got to go to TV now if you want to keep doing this." So I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah!" I was so nervous though because being a Broadway kid, no one thinks you're going to be able to go to TV or movies. And you did it. I did it, and then I did it, and then I did Nickelodeon. No one thinks you're going to be able to go from Nickelodeon to movies and real, real, you know, career stuff. They think you have to like get half naked to do it. But I, I mean, I'm here now, so I, I think it just goes to show that like with the right people around you, and like just block out that noise, you know, you're good. Like you'll be fine. Good job, mom. Yeah, she's did a, well. She's a trooper. Surprise. Here's, here's yeah, your mom. Honestly. Um. So did, now, yeah, what awesome. what was the transition then going into music? So you're doing, you know, you did Dora the Explorer. Yeah. And now it's like, all right, now you're part of probably the biggest record label out there. Shout out yeah. to University Republic. Yeah, Shout that's out awesome. Republic. They're amazing. They're... So how do you make that transition? Um, So... Basically, I'm still doing movies. Like, I'm going in November to shoot uh, a new Netflix movie. Um, it's it's going to be amazing. Like, it's a great opportunity. Uh, that is really exciting. Because I feel like Netflix now is like, you know if it's going to be on Netflix, like, you're good. Yes. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's well, not like we're like, let's <laughs> yeah. see how it does, though. Because once it's on Netflix, it's there. Yeah, exactly. And, and everyone loves to... You know, sit on the couch and watch Netflix. But um, but well, well, I mean, it's not like getting lost in a video store. Like, I think that's such a difference now. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of content on there too. Yeah. But uh, pretty much, I uh, I'm gonna be working so much. Like every time I get off set, or every weekend, every time that I have like a break, I'll be flying to LA and doing some promo for my single, and then getting the EP together. Really, I'm just fitting in as much as I can. Um. But it's great because without work, I would be so lost and bored and just I would probably go crazy. So are you living in L.A. now? Uh, I am. Yeah, I'm living in L.A. I just moved like two two months ago, a month and a half ago. Oh, wow. From New York? Uh, from Cleveland. Oh, from Cleveland. Yeah. So, so we never moved to L.A. Wait, you were doing all this from Cleveland? I did all this from Cleveland wow. up until two months ago. That's crazy. Honey, I know. <laughs> no, that's but that's good to hear because you got where you were without, you know, because they'll always say, like, you have to move to either two to make it, but you made it from Cleveland. That's great. Well, I mean, I, mean, I have two brothers and a, and a dad back in Cleveland, so it was all, it was about keeping the family together, really. Like, I just thought the concept of just dropping everything before I'm 18 and moving would was a little crazy, in my opinion. So I just kind of stuck it out. I mean, I graduated when I was 15. Um, I graduated high school from when you were 15? Yeah. Damn. I did. I did. How old were you when you graduated high school? Let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> How many frequent flyer miles do you have? Uh, more than people would gather in their entire lives. Yeah. Good <laughs> more for than you. Average person. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Because I'm, I'm thinking back to what I was doing when I was... 10 you know what, what it is though it's being 10 years old and where i am right now <laughs> no um basically it's just like knowing what i wanted to do i was really lucky to just know what i wanted to do right off the bat and didn't even feel like it was something that i had to choose it was just kind of like this is the way it is and this is what happened you know it wasn't some i didn't win some contest i didn't like sell my soul i just kind of like just wanted to do it and i i remember we were sleeping in um, this family's home is like seven person family's home on an, a broken air mattress in Brooklyn. 
And that was how I, and every morning I would like get up and like bring my suitcase case of audition clothes and like walk all the way to the bus from, from Brooklyn to the, and this was before Brooklyn was cool. So <laughs> it wasn't cute. And before all the hipster mustachioed bros moved in. Before the gentrification. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was kind of what it was. It was like, if I didn't want it, it wouldn't have happened. I, I, I was not rich. I wasn't, you know, it wasn't nepotism. I just, it, again, it was just me always wanting it. <laughs> when did you know that? I mean, you were doing musicals, so you knew you had musical talent. So at what point did you decide, decide A, I'm going to go after this? Because the new song, can we get the new song now? Can yeah. we pick it up? Well, um, it comes out October 25th, but I can play it for you guys when we're... That's um, like 10 days. Yeah. Nine days, so. And then wow. the music video comes out like shortly after that. So it's coming. It's crazy, yeah. Do you shoot, you shot the music video already? Yeah, in uh, Slauson, LA. Wow. Slauson, have you even need ha- have you even had the time to like unpack your stuff since you moved to LA? Because it seems like you got there and you've been so busy. No, there's boxes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there's, and they're all like labeled and ready to be unpacked, but I just haven't. That's so rough because it's like you. It's like when you have time to relax. Oh, I have to actually like set my house up. Yeah. Well, then my mom like uh, she had surgery, so like she couldn't even like get up. So I was like taking care of her for a few weeks. So oh, girl, this is crazy. It's craziness. But Do you get a break at any point? Um. Yesterday, I got to, uh, before the flight um, and before packing, I got to go to the beach. I played volleyball on the beach. It's nice. But you're still up and playing a sport. Like, yeah. I, if I were you, I would just be asleep for like 12 hours. <laughs> I have my days where I do nothing, but then I get anxious and I'm like, I have to do something. Yeah, I feel like. And I'm up all night writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for coming by. The new song uh, is called Poppy. Yeah, it's called Poppy. But don't be fooled. It's not. It's not like what you think it would be. It's a kind of self-aware version of what you think it would be. So. Okay. Is there some Spanish in there? Yes. There is. My whole EP is Spanglish. Yeah. Um, Which is insane because Republic Records is an American label. And the fact that they let me write songs that are completely in Spanish is amazing. Like they're really, they really trust me. And they're just kind of like. I mean, there's been some big songs in the U.S. here the last couple of years in Spanish, though, too. I exactly. Mean, yeah. yeah, I feel like some artists have really dipped their toes into this bilingual Spanglish kind of route. But this, I, I'm i really, really immersing myself in it. I'm really just committing to it. It's, it's, I wrote the songs. The songs that you're going to hear are all, they were all written originally in Spanglish. Like, nothing was translated afterwards. It was the way that they are. Well, that does, that'll do really well here in Chicago. There's a very big culture yeah. for that. The thing is, people don't know that there's like such huge populations of mixed kids that like have such identity crisis, crises, crises, crises. I, I will figure it you out. You graduated we'll high school at 15. We have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> there's an apostrophe there, but like it feels weird saying it without. We know what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. And we don't know what the answer is. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so you're, you're for them. a Peruvian. Is it half Peruvian? Half is that right? Peruvian, yeah. But so, I was born here. did you grow up? I'm assuming speaking Spanish at home. Yeah, it was my first language. So yeah. Spanish is your first language. Yeah, Spanish wow. is my first language. And when I first started going to school, like everyone where I lived in my area spoke English, and um, my teachers thought I was slow because they're like, she was born here, but she doesn't speak English or understand it like very well. So they wanted to hold me back a grade. Then I was like screw you, I'm graduating at 15. (laughs) (laughs) That really is the best way to show that. Holy crap. All right, so we can get the song on October 25th. 
5th. Yes. The video comes out shortly thereafter on the YouTubes and the internets and all that stuff. All of the things. And we can now find you where on social because it's different now. Uh, Isabella Merced. So that would be I-S-A-B-E-L-A, one L because it's special. <laughs> um, and then M-E-R-C-E-D. It's going to be weird introducing myself like that from now on, but... Yeah, I know. You're, I feel like you're... Especially because the la- the two last names are pretty similar. Like They are. The same same exact like, lettering. Like, same letters, same syllables. Like, it's crazy. Like, Well, know. I know when I got married, my wife changed her name. There's a lot of paperwork, so good luck with that. Well, yeah. I No, I appreciate, like, the fact that I'm changing my last name and not because I'm getting married. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Isabella, thank you so much for thank coming you. in and Thanks spending some time. Me. Good luck with the new song. I, I honestly can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I can play it for you guys. Will like, you? On the side, yeah. Ooh. We'll turn the microphones off. Though. <laughs> yeah. just got to see it. Be a good human being and subscribe. Rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.